0: You haven't lived until you've heard the show Americans are talking about. The show that launches its listeners to the height of humanity. The audio hour that travels the landscape of adventure. The sound that comforts more than the clip of your first bolt. (sighs) It's the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show!
1: Right, Outdoor Adventure Summits, the airwaves This is the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show. I'm your host, our Brandon Long. I'm with you for the next about forty minutes. Across from me here in Banyan One, inside the Monarch building is the best co host in all the land, Todd at the top. We are hanging out, uh, Banyan One in the heart of the Nine Rails Arts District.
2: Todd, how are you today? I'm doing good. You know what? Listening to that intro, that's that's ten years of the same intro. Do do shows ever change intros or is it there- is everybody fine with that? I I just thought that, hey, that that's 10 years of that same thing.
1: Yeah, I, I ebb and flow with that because I think, it you know, sometimes I think, well, it's a cloud. Now it's vintage.
2: Oh, yeah, no, there's yeah. no. And I try to think back to any program that's been on for 10 years. And that's, A, that's hard to even imagine. Very few shows make it 10 years. Yeah. But I'm trying to think at any point, did they change that or not? I don't know. Yeah, ebb and flow. That's a good way to put it. For yeah. the most part, I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't change it. Yeah. But then I think oh, maybe we should update geez, that. What? <laughs> That's a lot of episodes.
1: It's a that lot of episodes.
2: There. Let's keep it for now.
1: Okay. Uh, this week's show includes uh, on the docket. We do have some events coming up that I th- really think you're going to like in the news, including the Ogden Bicycle Collective, Coldwater Canyon Fire, Zion Algae Bloom, um, Habituated, Yellowstone Black Bear, um, Great American Outdoors Act, REI is laying off a lot of employees, Val shuts down snow, and Americans breaking Canadian laws give you something worth listening to I'm gonna call this the worth it section worth listening worth watching worth reading I got something worth watching something worth reading and something worth listening also uh, Gregory has a new pack line I want to tell you about quote of the week and an outdoor jukebox so all of this and more on Ogden Outdoor Adventures Show episode 357 habituated Americans so let's charge summits with the agility of a mountain goat flashes routes faster than UPS is more intimate in the mountains than Jake Gyllenhaal. He's Todd to the top. And that that's old as fur too. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> like I'm all the references are old, all the Nobody knows what Jake Gyllenhaal Hall's doing these Vintage days. Vintage, classic. Ugh. All right, so this week's Weekly Happy. I just saved my Wolf Pup Session IPA for
2: this right here. It's, oh, nice. Oh, I missed that sound. That's a good sound.
1: That's a good sound. So, yeah, if you haven't had this, it's I found it at Macy's on 36th. Um and I actually found out the Chevron, actually, the first time I saw it was the Chevron on
2: 12th. Ooh, fancy. You did some fancy shopping. Fancy
1: shopping. Nice, yeah. Beer in a Chevron. <laughs> hey, it was cold. I, was it cold? It was cold, it was cold yeah. Back and back. I and so Golden Road sponsors the Dan Patrick radio show. And they always, I've heard them talk about this Wolf Pup Session IPA. And I'm like, okay, well, if I ever see it, I'll buy it and I'll try it because it's sponsored one of my favorite shows. Sure as shit, I see it in freaking Chevron on 12th. Bought it. Love it! It's amazing. So, have you have
2: you tried the IPA? No, I think at some point maybe I
1: have. It's very refreshing. It's a very summerish IPA. So I know it's very. Is it
2: hoppy? Mm.
1: No, not as. I mean, it is because it's a. But it's like almost like a grapefruity hop. You know, it's, um, but without being sweet. It's a great balance of the. Boy, they are getting fancy with beers these days spicy beers sour beers you know all the things so
2: yeah it seems like they were even pushing it too far where it's just like oh oh there's a beer f- flavor still that's nice Be- they're we returned to this the beer cr- flavor this new craft beer called beer nice <laughs> <laughs> <craft> beer flavor <laughs> to its roots beer just, just wait <laughs> it's happening uh speaking of beer you can get pizza
1: and pipes at powder mountain roosters brewing Be at the top of uh powder doing uh running running the show there i think this was one you've got to get they're they're in compliance with all the cdc and weber morgan health guidelines so it's july 16th tomorrow the 23rd and the 30th so it's thursday oh august 6th august 13th august 20th and august 27th so thursday is up at powder mountain it's pizza and pints um very cool and then trail tries also trail trials also up at powder mountain up at hidden lake lodge and that's july 22nd 29th august 5th 12th 1926 these are repeating events that are coming up here soon trail trial. trail trials. Yeah, trail trails yoga in the mountains at snow basin so um up at earl's lodge patio you can begin your saturdays by breathing in the fresh cool air of the wasatch mountains uh 9 a.m at snow basin 25 includes a gondola ticket ride for your post yoga juice now this is non-repeating, but this looks fantastic. Um oh wait, real quick. The twenty third through twenty sixth is the Yeti Total Archery Challenge of a Snow Basin. Okay, here's what I was gonna say. The Heel Sup Yoga. So uh Heel what's the name of that? Studio. Is it Heel Studio? Okay. Heel oh. Yoga Studio, yeah. Uh, local studio it says our workshops are designed to allow immersion into a specific topic or practice to allow you to enhance your yoga experience upcoming workshops include a pine view sup yoga on july 25th so if you want to try the sup yoga start your morning on the water and experience yoga in a completely different way sup yoga challenges your balance and tests your boundaries in a brand new way and we can't wait to be a part of that experience with you you can meet at the middle inlet uh, it's the free parking lot you have to bring your own board. You do get a discount if you rent from the Weber Outdoor Program. Just tell them it's uh, for the heel yogis. You'll get 15% off. Again, it's July 25th, 8 a.m., Pine View Reservoir. Your instructor is Heather Bloomquist. And then the day after is yoga, mountain bikes, and beers. This is July 26th. Uh, they'll meet up at Snow Basin for a sweet ride up the mountain, a dope yoga practice with amazing 360 views, and then cruise downhill with cheers and beers at the finish line. So go to HeelYogaStudio.com for more information or we will link it in the show notes Which you can find at TheBanionCollective.com. That sounds like fun. Yeah, it's different. Uh, the Discreet Circ Series is back and there's a race August 22nd at Snowbird, September 5th at Brighton, and September 26th at Alta. Do you remember when COVID hit and it's like, dude, the fall is so far away? Like the world will be changed by... August. Well, it's like halfway through July. We're we're getting very close to that time. So, we shall see. We shall see. Good news in the last 24 hours as far as COVID goes, which I'm very very excited about two things. Uh, and most people probably heard this by now because basically all we do in life is refresh the COVID pages we're on. Um but the the vaccine that was distributed as Moderna's vaccine distributed to 45 people uh proved to generate the needed antibodies to uh, dissuade the vaccine from taking hold and with zero side effects and so they're rolling that vaccine which is crazy because i guess you start with 45 like a very small amount of people and then they just blast it out to like 30,000 people all of a sudden for the second go-round and i don't know how long that takes but um the first 45 was good if the second 30 is is goes well then by late fall maybe early 2021 we will have a vaccine from Moderna. some say as, as early as this fall so that's great news number one number two what they're finding is um which is very interesting and it makes me question why we don't why no one's mentioned these things before but um they think that the herd immunity rate is much lower than the tr- tr- typical traditional 60 70 percent where it might be closer to 20 percent, which is what they're finding in like sweden some of these places have kind of moved through it um, because naturally we've seen coronaviruses in our lifetime and we have T cells in our body that build immunities and that's just, just naturally. And so you're seeing all these people that don't, that have, it and they don't even know and they're testing positive because they go in for work or they go in for a different medical thing and they get tested and, uh, they're testing positive. They're like, yeah, I had no idea. Um, and so they what they're thinking is that we naturally have these antibodies to, some coronaviruses and so maybe there's only about half the population that's actually at risk in general but you just don't know who you are necessarily that's why it's kind of scary and so therefore it would lower the total amount of uh percentage needed to get like more closer to a herd immunity so that's good news uh moving forward into the fall basically really i just want events to go i want like bro hugs concerts uh I want to be able to do the races, the mountain biking, all the things and not have to worry about it because <laughs> I'm tired of
2: it. Are you tired I'm, of it? I'm too much of a hermit. I'm fine. I have been this. Oh my for God. This. You it are doesn't bother that's me at all. Whole,
1: I've been trading for this.
2: I think, I think you'll find that in an artist community in general, more than anything. I think that musicians and that type, of they, they absolutely miss that. I don't know. I have a tendency to roll with what's coming to me. And I, I don't know. You are very laid back. I, I don't know. Well, what choice do I have? You well know? that's a good point. Plus at the same time, this is a really good opportunity for things to be different. And people don't change unless they're forced to change. And so I don't know. I I, I You have are this, a change embracer. I well you have to or you get stale and crusty. It's <laughs> crusty, and stale and old. And so yes, I am a fan of change. Ew. But uh but you gotta make the most of what you got. So But I mean that doesn't mean I don't want to get out and do some of these things that I've done before. Yeah. No question about that. So
1: so the cause of COPE, Speaking of COVID, Pie and Beer Day is drastically reduced. Uh, it's our Utah tradition just of pie, pie and be- yeah, they pie got rid of the the beer. Yeah, pie the beer part. Well, the Ogden Bicycle Collective says that uh, you can make a donation and get a koozie. They've got this fantastic commercial here, and I'll uh, like a video ad. I'll play it. It says our annual Pie Beer Day ride may be on hold this year, but you can still celebrate by adoring, adorning your favorite beverage with a sweet OBC koozie. $10 donation gets you a koozie and a raffle ticket. So is that the video
2: with JP? Yeah. Did you watch this? Yeah. It's really funny. Where they're like throwing koozies at him. Yes.
1: They're raffling off a tuned up vintage uh, Schwinn breezer cruise bike. So you can buy your raffle ticket, get a koozie. Hey kids. Um, Has
0: this ever happened to you? (laughs) Oh, that's cold. That's definitely not anymore. Throw a koozie at him. No, ah. throw a
2: koozie at him. They have a oh. directly while it's
1: filming.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh, they're making it rain. Try it again, kid.
1: Rain and koozies.
0: Oh, that's so much better.
2: <laughs> special effects, by the way. Smoke, fire. How do they get this one Celebrate take?
0: Celebrate Beer Day this year with <laughs> the Octobicycle Bicycle Collective forgot who was talking Keep about. Keep your hands warm and your beverages cold with a special edition koozie. Benefits the Ogden Bicycle Collective. Help us give bikes to kids and keep your beverages uh, toasty, cold, and your hands coolly warm. (laughs) Make a $10 donation to the Ogden Bike Collective and get a sweet koozie like this and a ticket for our prize drawing for the pie and beer day. We're giving away a sweet Schwinn Breeze Cruiser and uh, we're going to announce the winner on August 1st (laughs) at 5 p.m. So go ahead and get your tickets now.
1: Yeah, that's it. That is I like it. how it just, just Oh happening. my gosh, that's so funny. And it just finishes. Yeah, it just finishes. Kind of, I had it on repeat, but oh my God, it's Congrats,
2: Mike collective! You just put yourself out there. Oh
1: man, we need more stuff like that. There was a, there was a fire up there in the hills, um, which it looks like it's mostly out now. Fire near North Ogden, according to the Sound Examiner, 78 acres, half contained. This was when I saved it this afternoon, it said an hour ago. So firefighters achieved 50% containment of grass fire. East of North Ogden by Wednesday morning, the Weber Fire District said, the blaze covered 78 acres and state, federal, and local fire crews plan to focus Wednesday on further containment and dousing of hot spots. Okay. It was kind of a big to-do because it was by trails, but then it, when there's very little, when when the homes are out of harm's way and just hope the little little creatures can run, bambies can get out of there, you know. I don't want to be killing things up there, but it turns out it should be almost out. That's dangerous, <clears throat> dangerous algae bloom turned up in Zion National Park after a dog died in the North Fork of the Virgin River. Did I think it was from that? According to the Salt Lake Tribune, for the first time in Utah, river toxic levels of a river-dwelling species of cyan,a. Cyanobacteria have been detected after a dog suffered seizures and died Uh. soon after frolicking in the Zion National Uh. Park's Virgin River. That is not good.
2: That sucks, poor dog.
1: The discovery prompted public health officials to caution people against swimming, well, yeah, or letting their pets or livestock enter the Virgin River's North Fork, which flows out of the park through Springdale, Rockville, and Virgin. Most communities along the river have stopped using it as a source of drinking water. Known as benthic algae, the kind that grows on rocks and other substrate, this photosynthetic bacteria is different than the green slimes that form toxic blooms on Utah water bodies every summer. The good toxic (laughs) bloom. What do you call this stuff that I'm drinking? Is this a good (laughs) toxin? Thought to be connected to agricultural runoff and higher than normal temperatures, these algae blooms can fill afflicted lakes, water columns, and toxins. Um, The toxic bloom of the river-dwelling benthic algae is a nas- national park no less is a major cause of concern yeah it's a complete mystery it's just bizarre we are all stunned says the Utah division of water quality Erica Gattis.
2: so it's some kind of agricultural runoff into the streams and rivers or something
1: um yeah they they don't know but it's not good harmful algae was found in multiple spots on the river okay if you're going down to zion avoid that place
2: i want to look that up that's not good
1: yellowstone park release i you know i just love yellowstone that's why every show has a little yellowstone park release this one's not a good story though national park service here habituated black bear has been killed um at approximately 5 p.m on monday july 6th an adult female black bear entered a backcountry campsite occupied by five backpackers three adults and two children as they were sitting outside their tents the cap site is located approximately three miles from the hell-roaring trailhead, in case you know where that is. The bear walked up to an adult woman and bit her on the arm and head, inflicting bruises and minor abrasions. The bear also nipped at the right hand of one of the two children. The bear then walked over to the group's food, which was under a storage pole, but not yet hung, and began consuming it. So respond, rangers responded on horseback, which, cool that they're on horseback, uh, and when they arrived on the scene... Bear was still on the campsite eating the backpacker's food. So the decision to kill the bear was made for the four following reasons. One, human safety concerns. Two, the bear entered an occupied campsite. Three, it bit one of the occupants. And four, it received a considerable food reward for its behavior. So they took it out. Seems like a couple of those points could have been avoided. Bears living with humans in Yellowstone. Their their bears are probably like, yo, you guys weren't really here this year. What the hell? Go back. Plus, if they had access to food, they should be way. Oh well. Yeah, I don't know. Is there less food up there now because they're not getting no, as human much trash? Food.
2: I just mean if if there was human food that was accessible in that campsite mm. with bears that close, it should have been hung. Maybe. Yeah, I feel you. I always feel for the bears. I mean, obviously Me they're too. they're second to the humans in the park, but that's one of the reasons we go up to
1: Yellowstone. <laughs> yeah, not for the humans i don't go up to see the humans
2: yeah. <laughs> i go up to see the bears
1: and they're on display that's for sure oh. but the bears the bears you gotta look for Poor bears. in a letter sent to the honorable nancy pelosi speaker of the u.s house of representatives along with the honorable kevin mccarthy minority leader u.s house of representatives from man name an outdoor brand and they've basically probably signed it uh keen k2 Arcteryx, bell even i'll go through the list here in a minute but uh it addresses the Great American Outdoors Act. Are you familiar with this act?
2: I don't know. Maybe the, by description.
1: So prior to the COVID-19 outbreak, the outdoor recreation industry contributed $778 billion in economic output, accounted for 2.2% of the United States' gross domestic product, supported 5.2 million jobs, and it was growing faster than the economy as a whole in every indicator. Unfortunately, due to COVID-19 pandemic and shutdowns necessary to slow its progression, America's outdoor recreation economy was hindered, when we needed the outdoors more than ever. Now, interestingly enough, bike shops crushed it. Uh, and then Gear 30, like local shops, we're doing okay. Now, REI is laying off people, but I'll tell you about that here in a minute. Um, but really what they want is, they meaning this this act here, the Great American Outdoors Act, Well, they want it fully funded. So it fully funds land and water conservation Fund, so the GAOA, Great American Outdoors Act, GAOA, will fully fund the Land and Water Conservation Fund at $900 million million annually, providing more recreational access for communities across the country and fueling more outdoor recreation economic activity. In a nutshell, if Congress invests the intended amount of $900 million into LWCF recreation access projects on s- local, state, and federal lands. It will create much needed close to home recreation opportunities while revitalizing the outdoor recreation economy. So, uh, I mean, it sounds great. I'm, I'm all for uh, reinvesting. You know, that you know a lot of times the uh, government will reinvest in roads and this kind of thing, you know, um, and this is to, to be spent on campgrounds, restrooms, docks, uh, r- roads, trails, um, basically, you know, the interior, essentially of the public lands and waters uh, but I'm just stuck on the 900 million that is
2: so much money. it just blows me away how much eh, money if it was towards other businesses it probably has. wouldn't sound like so much though oh, that's so much money I'm not gonna hold my breath of fresh air that that will ever pass sincerely uh, Airstream one of the, our favorites
1: um, yeah Arcterics Bass Pro Shops Boat Owners Association of the United States bet you didn't know about that one k2 sports kawasaki Motorsports, keen um and that's where it might it might pass is this is crossing both the uh sort of where we're, our our realm the outdoor adventure realm with more like the hunter fisher hook and bullet guy too they also boating. want this boating yeah there's a lot of boat groups in this so and they tend to have a lot of money where not that we don't but we don't that was much those boats are expensive. REI is laying off 400 retail employees this week. Um, it's a lot. It's a, it's a big number and it is, but.
2: How many they hire on a single REI store though?
1: Well, that's just it is most of these are. Every single REI is is basically closed, right? For. Aren't they open? For right now. I don't I think they they're open, open
2: back up. I, I don't know. I'm reading. Um, hey, any of these places that have, you know more or less well, been closed all this time I'm just astounded that they still have anybody hired in
1: March and, and early April REI closed all 162 of its retail locations and furloughed 90% of its staff without pay the company also laid off about 300 corporate employees at its Kent Washington headquarters as of July 6th oh as of July 6th most of the stores have reopened Okay, so not very long and the majority of the employees have come back to work so the ones they are laying off are basically the ones who decided to not come back to work and they're like we don't we'll find somebody else. And Vail Resorts they don't like snow. It's weird. Yeah, whatever. Vail Resorts Mountain News Corp is shutting down the long-standing onthesnow.com website. At one point the world's most visited online snow sports portal onthesnow.com owned by Vail Resorts Mountain News Corp announced over the weekend that they will be shutting their site as of July 13th. It is no more.
2: We're going to buy it today. You're,
1: please visit this podcast at on <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah well if you i it's a great website for a long time but they're no longer they don't need it they're too good for that
2: i think you probably get to a point where we own the snow they own the That's snow. What it's yeah, they say. own the snow. Not Com. on the snow. They just the switch snow. it over. Fantastic.
1: I do like the fact that well, the Washington Redskins didn't think this through very good. They're like, okay, yeah, let's change the name. Finally, after all these years, let's change the name. It's racist. Let's change the name. Cool. What do you want to go with? Oh, let's go with all these all these things. Then this professional, like he's a pro, like this is what he does.
2: Is he? Uh, yeah, we have a friend. I think it was him.
1: It was, the, <laughs> the one who goes out and. Uh, it's a, what do you call it when you get a name registered or whatever? Yep. Whatever that's called. I
2: think it's brilliant. I, I registered really like hard. all the names, like well, all the
1: freaking possibilities. Plus, they've
2: had years to do it to just <laughs> accumulate over years something that probably could have been done a long time ago. Oh my gosh! I read that and I thought, I thought it was kind of funny and brilliant. No, myself it's, because it's a lot of work. Like you know, you're a graphic designer. Like if you're going to rebrand,
1: and then like an NFL team, like all the things from your stationery to. The, I mean all It's not just the uniforms It's so much stuff I mean it is so much stuff And they're like
2: Well We can't It's been Copyrighted they Copyrighted all this stuff They're gonna have to just Make up a new word <laughs> At this point Rear Done yeah, Exactly done, Or done. just misspell a word
1: Oh no They gotta add a Z on there
2: If they do something like that That's probably their only chance And even those Are probably purchase road Roadrunners
1: with a Z Yep
2: exactly <laughs> I can imagine that's why this is taking extra long since they've decided oh to make the change.
1: Yeah. Well, they, they should have made the change and then said, okay, we've decided to make the change and here's the new name and blah, blah, blah. But they're like, no, we'll, we'll make a change. Basically throw up the na- out there for name, name for grab, you know, kind of a thing like, Hey, suggestions, what should we name her? It's going to end up being like whatever that tugboat was like, pudgy face tugboat or something which was hilarious
2: <laughs> have the community decide the name of it yeah yep, exactly mm. i imagine that's just full time gigs for people just people that are working just register names just buying buy the, up by the urls yep. all the things oh imagine God, if we so could go good. back that would be a for sure thing just to buy up all the just buy up basic four letter words you know back when the internet yeah. first started coming around yeah. Run and walk. And I mean, think of all the, just the basic things that we could have bought. Podcast would have been nice. Oh my God. Can you imagine? Yeah,
1: Outdoors, that kind of stuff.
2: I'm curious to see what comes out of that. What final name comes out of that or how much money they're going to have to put down. They're gonna, that's what it is, it. is
1: they'll probably get the name they want. And it's just going to be one of those things where it's like, they came to a conclusion behind closed doors that this is the name of like how many freaking millions were it's spent
2: a half a billion dollars to <laughs> so, just secure the name that nobody like so many people are going to be like you know they're probably unsettled about the changes it is and now they know it's it's going to cost half a billion dollars to pay off some guy in a basement (laughs) yeah
1: he was smart enough to register all the things that's fantastic americans are breaking canada's COVID 19 border closure to go hiking with non-essential visits banned until at least july 21st some visitors are using a loophole to get to the country's national parks as canada slowly lifts its covid 19 lockdown travelers who are sick of being at home have begun to trickle steadily into the country's national parks but with the canadian-american border closed until july 21st u.s residents haven't been among them now canadian authorities say some american travelers are abusing a loophole between J- june 16th and 18th Ro- royal canadian mounted police don't mess with these
2: guys and gals, you do not mess with them
1: cited seven Americans for making non-essential stops in Banff National Park, so they, they claimed they were just going to the bathroom but really they were hiking trails and doing some fun things, in violation of guidelines put in place by Alberta Health Services and the Canadian Border Services, each fined a hefty amount of $882 the travelers gained admission to the country by using the so-called Alaska loophole, like, you can just, like, uh, run our way to Alaska through BAMF, through such, through such, through such. such, such, such
2: yeah. Maybe you could just say that you're sorry. Alaskans who
1: are in route to Alaska, or Americans, excuse me, who are in route to Alaska should not be in the BAMF area anyway, according to the BAMF and Lake Louise Hospitality Association. Ah, ah, them damn Americans. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Yeah. All right. That's all I have in the news. Uh, Worth listening. You know, I love, I love me some podcasts. Also love uh, sarcasm and really love the surfing industry. I don't surf. I just think it's a riot. So here, uh beats grit there
0: and i tagged along this is it's like an hour and 40 right minutes Austin, got roadie, or the grit this is recorded on uh, july 10th supplies. we flew the american airlines guys okay. Chaz, um my guy I had a house on a lake and all that sort didn't, of stuff don't you have
1: the book which did you by the way book, for the first time in my life i rode wave runs this is his last oh, yeah chas smith I, I have like that
0: i have no idea how it's escaped me up until this point yeah it is so fun um Loved. He runs Beast Could Grip, you, Ultra you hard, hard Surf Candy website. No longer
1: are and, uh, you allowed to live by the ocean. Let's see, let me but pause this you're guy. you a lake house cases. and a wave runner. So the blog leading up to it says, We did it again. And by we, I don't mean straight, white, heteronormative male presenting men, even though that is grossly, accidentally, possibly, shockingly, whom David Lee Scales and Charles David Smith are. No, I mean we, as in surfers. Pioneers grafted into beautiful Polynesian and/or Peruvian stock. Cultural appropriators, say Polynesians and/or Peruvians, but we surfers make everything better. No, hear me out. Twenty years ago, video killed the radio star. Radio stars kicked to the curb, just destitute, sad, hungry, feeling, feeling their slip out of relevancy too late. Today, thanks to surfers, video is enhancing the radio star. What's here in modern Cinescope. It's a podcast, but they video it. So that's why he's po- that's why he's making so much fun of himself. Or do you like radio? Listen here and applaud Kelly Slater saving humanity through his vicious Instagram takedowns. Applaud John Paisel for recognizing a train wreck before it hit him. Either way, surfers win. And by surfers, I mean Polynesians and or Peruvians. And so they have the podcast only version and then they've got the video version that you can watch so there's two versions here of this podcast if you're into surf culture the grit you can go to beachgrit.com for that that's a good name for a show. also something worth watching a new documentary building the pike 29 memorial uh bike trail it is in new zealand and oh it sounds so pretty
0: Building the Pike 29 Memorial Track through the bush in the Paparoa Mountains has been an epic project. To sculpt the track into this landscape, my team and I have spent almost three years wrestling machines through the mud or balancing precariously over cliffs. We've been hanging out of harnesses to pack rock faces with explosives and blast through, all while raging storms smash into us, which have had enough force to snap 50 meter high beech trees like matchsticks.
2: Slips yeah, continually washed out the
0: the and came down on the construction site crushing machinery. On the Paparoa side, machinery was washed away down raging rivers. At other times we were digging our gear out of drifts. We were living in a little bivvy site deep in the bush that would shake all night through the storms and was only being held to the ground by strops. The construction site was so remote that all supplies needed to be brought in and out by helicopter. Sometimes it felt like an army operation to get the men, machinery and supplies in and out by helicopter, all while juggling the short gaps in between the relentless storms. Undertaking construction work up here has been the most extreme project I've been a part of and is likely to be a highlight of the careers of all the guys who made it happen. My team were the Bushwaras. Milty, Logan, Felix, and myself. Bush walruses. Every week, we would head into the wilderness to push the track a few I hundred like meters further, and emerge a week later, covered in mud, stinking like seals, with the clothes and yeah. So
1: this is a, it's a 12 minute video. Uh, it's up for an award on, on you know because how good they did, documenting this three year process to make this mountain bike trail on the side of a uh, New Zealand mountain, which is pretty cool.
2: That's awesome. I'll look at it. Is So is that available to watch for? it's on YouTube. Free?
1: Yep. Documentary, Building the Pike 29 Memorial Track. Nice. Um, you just search it and you shall find. And then something worth reading, rounding out our worth it segments here. What I learned at the most Instagrammed outdoor places, and this is fantastic outside online, our um, social media and selfie culture, killing the outdoors, question mark, nah, dot, dot, dot. But as a visit to some overshared spots reveals, they're challenging our notions about whether, there's a right way to appreciate nature, and who gets to do it. And so, good question. Who gets to do it? Mm. Okay. So, Outside Online tackles this. It's long. It's long in today's article culture. You know, like you got to scroll. It's you got to scroll kind of a lot. Um, but it's very interesting. I made it through the first couple scrolls, and then I had to wrap it up because we had to get ready here to go on the show. But I think it's very, I think it's interesting to me because I've always, I've long struggled with Instagram, (laughs) Instagram life in the outdoors. Um, Sometimes I wish I was much, much better at it. Other times I detest it and think it sucks. And so, and then he's kind of exploring what is it doing to these, to our places, to our beautiful places? Is this a good thing? Is this a bad thing? Is this the new and like new normal? You know, this is how we explore the outdoors
2: now is we take selfies. Um, yeah I think my biggest thing is that for the most part so many of those spots those Instagram spots that may as well just have like put your feet here for the best you know view of it and everything like how much are you really seeing it they have a sign by the cliff face and it
1: has different poses suggestions like oh yeah look yeah make sure your back is facing the camera arms up you know side with your hat down different pose options for you to do for for the most likes on Instagram. Yeah. How much are
2: you really taking and being there? That's the question. Yeah. This is meta. Yeah.
1: Maybe you're taking it all in and we, we just don't get it.
2: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm bad about documenting things in general. Uh, sometimes I wish I could go back and, you know, What's remember a little bit better through photographs because my memory is not great. And that's
1: why photographs are so fantastic. You know, when you see memories on Facebook and you're like, oh, man, that was awesome. That was so much
2: fun. But I'll know? be perfectly honest. I very seldom take photos with me in them. So like a selfie type thing. But I will take photos of beautiful things that I see. And that sort of spurs the memory more than like I don't need to be in it. i do the same thing and so when i trail run and hike
1: i just i'm like phones are fantastic because you got your phone with you and the cameras are amazing you're like i can document this sunset or this flower or this beautiful scene that you're seeing Mm -hmm. and i'm like oh man I i wish somebody else could see this i gotta take a picture of this and you take that where i don't do a very good job is putting myself on the camera side um in any whether it's a selfie or a timed image and I, you know, got my black face in the camera. That being said,
2: you haven't fallen off of cliffs or into a true, hot pot true, or, true. How, or gored by a buffalo or like true. you name it. Over the course of a year. True. I guess we are whittling away some of the selfie takers. That sounds like a good article. I have to read that. <laughs> one
1: one selfie taker at a time <laughs> uh for the gear 30 segment um go to gear 30.com this week we have danner at 15 percent off if you're a fan of danner boots we have danner 15 percent off this week in store and online come down to the shop and say hi those yeah. are like heirloom boots Dude, they're rad boots yeah, yeah and they i've got, always wanted a pair of those 15 percent right, off um so gregory came out with a new pack line and it's a plus size pack line which is fantastic because um well Although,
2: what does that mean, plus size?
1: Plus size, like if you're a bigger person. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Um, not not capacity, human capacity. Should specify that. So we rarely have. I'm trying to think. I'm sure it's happened, but some of the larger ospreys and and mountain or what's the other brand, Mystery Ranch, we can fit most everybody. But this is specific to a, a plus size person. Which is great because, man, um, we want everybody out there. Like, get out, just go hiking, go backpacking. So um, this line will, will feature a, a plus sizing. If you've got a wider waist or you're just a bigger body, check out the new Gregory packs. That's awesome. Out. Yeah. I think that's all I got. This week's quote of the week. The two most important days in your life, are you ready? Are the day you were born and the day you find out why.
2: That's a good one. I like
1: that. Mark Twain. Thanks to Bandy and One for powering today's three hundred and fifty-seventh episode of the Outdoor Adventure Show. I have to change this. I, I, it says sixth. It's not. It's the seventh episode of the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show. Look for us on Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, Spotify, the and on the Podbean app. I don't think anybody has that app, but we're on it for Android and iTunes. i may have
2: forgotten about it, to tell you the truth. <laughs>
1: Uh, i have it actually um, i think it's on my phone i think it is. it on my shows phone. up every time I, I upload a podcast it pops up into my phone pretty nice actually all show notes with links are available at thebandingcollective.com in case you would like to link back to any of the articles any of the worth it section news section or events that we talked about on today's show it is at thebandingcollective.com under ogden outdoor adventure or ogden adventure dm us on instagram at ogden adventure uh give us the news the latest what's going on um you want to be on the show DM us, let us know. This week's Outdoor Jukebox, sifting through crappy hours of crappy music so that you don't have to. This is my daughter's favorite song right now. Um, It's called Taker. It's by Common Kings. And every time I get in the car, I have to play this song for her. So she loves it. John Muir would say the mountains are calling and we must go. Let's
2: go. She loves palm trees.
0: Take it to the island. She loves.